Thank you so much for coming out today. My pleasure, my pleasure, Sienna. Yeah, sorry. We are just here to talk about your life as college captain oh, in okay. 2023. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so is there a story behind of what made you to become a captain? Like what was the kind of thing that made you think like, oh, yeah, I would love to be a school captain mm. one day? Well, I'm going to have to condense this a lot because I think it goes back throughout um, like throughout primary school. I never really got leadership. I went for it every year, but didn't really get it until year five. So when I first got that, then that gave me the courage to go for house captain. And house captain was kind of like the thing um, in the like in our primary school. And then at the end of the year, I won like kind of the school. There was two awards, one for a boy, one for a girl, and I won the boy one. So that kind of gave me a lot of confidence when going into um, – like kind of a leadership sort of situation. But then going to Cardan, because it was so big, I didn't really have a lot of faith in kind of my own ability because I just threw myself in student leadership and everything. Um, I remember the first ever student leadership day, I was with Liam and Callum, who were last year's college mission captains, and we were sitting there and talking about it. Um, and Miss Greg came to talk to us, and she was just saying a few things, like uh, 2017 college captain, I think, Sebastian McCasback, he went to my church, um, was talking about him, and because I knew him, it felt like, college captain wasn't something that is so like high and almighty and so far out of my reach um so i think that was something that gave me um the confidence of like i can actually achieve this um and i didn't it probably wasn't really in my mind until about year 10 that i could actually um go for this position because i was just enjoying what i was doing um in my student leadership um position um in year eight and year nine and then moving into year 10 i applied for vice captain and got that in um, so I was the vice captain in year 11 and I think I have a, I had a lot of support from staff and from the students for me to kind of to push me to, to go for it um, so I think yeah I think it, it had to do with a lot of having to believe in myself first um, but then going through and having inspirations like Jaya who was a drummer um, who was also college captain who kind of mentored me throughout my drums um, I was really close with um, Emmy last year and everything so it's kind of having those connections with those captains as well made it seem like they're just like your ordinary like people. And I definitely wanted to replicate that in my role. I don't think that there's anything high and almighty and out of anyone's reach. Um, I think it's something that you're just a normal person just doing something that you love. And college captain is the fortunate sort of position where you get to have a bit more of a platform to probably voice your opinions on things. Okay, that's really interesting. So you would say that there was definitely people in your schooling life that yeah, would 100%. influence. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, definitely. So, like, past captains that you would have had a connection with, mm -hmm. would you say that they had a large impact of, like you said, not captain role not seeming all high and mighty, but instead having a bigger platform to voice your opinion? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think being at a, um, like, I think when I was in year eight, wasn't, probably didn't get to know the college and mission captains as well because I think I was new as well and I'm probably a little bit afraid. But in year nine, yeah, I think Jay was the first one that kind of broke the ice in between that year 12 leadership and middle school for me. Um, and I think I wanted to do that in my role. And then knowing Patty and Michaela in year 10 um, and then, yeah, knowing real like all four of the leaders last year um, and being quite close with a few of them like Emmy and Brooke um, definitely um, allowed me to be like, yeah, you can – it's kind of just um, – it can be some sort of lifestyle in high school and it can kind of shape your high school. Yeah, no, definitely. That that would be a big part of your schooling life. Mm, 100%. Yeah. What what do you do as a school captain at Cardine? Yeah. Um, like, do you want 
kind of just like a day-to-day sort of thing or what you kind of do as the role or what I do throughout my high school life? How about what you do as your role and a bit of how that yeah. impacts your life? Cool. So like as college captain, the role is basically, it's we always say it's kind of whatever you want it to be because you kind of get the foundation of rights. So you're going to speak at these main assemblies. You're probably going to have to write a few speeches, speak in front of the school and the cohort. You'll run, I mean, it's kind of your choice if you want to run leadership meetings, but like you always run leadership meetings, then you have your meetings. So it's kind of the base, the basic line of assemblies, public speaking and meetings um, and doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And then from there on, it's kind of whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, I feel like in this role, especially talking with my co-captain Alex um, and even with Izzy and Sharon, um, who are the mission captains, we all wanted to, we, we didn't want to have so much focus on leaving a physical legacy, meaning like we could walk through the school in 10 years, be like, oh, we put that in the school or go like, oh, we, we created that banner or we, um, yeah, we, like, we didn't really want to focus too much on a physical object or something physical that we're changing. We wanted to leave an impact, um, that an impact on people and impact on the middle school. And I think, um, there's a quote that says people won't, like remember what you um, say or do, but they'll remember of how that you made them feel. And that's something that I think we heard that in our Perth. um, We had a Perth conference in November last year. And that's something that I think stuck with all four of us and what we've been able to replicate throughout the year um, has just been having conversations with those year sevens as you walk by, kind of being very open and that approachable face to, um, to people and also kind of supporting your cohort, like you're the voice of your cohort. So it's about wanting to, yeah, really get behind them and make and kind of want them to have a good year as well. And I think that feeds into then you having a good year because you're wanting to make the best of them. Um, but as well as I, even though I said our main focus wasn't really to do anything, um, well, we didn't really want to spend all of our time trying to figure out of something that can be a physical legacy. Um, but like we've ended up creating a student versus teacher competition, like staff versus student thing. That's been the first time ever um, that that's been put in place. And that was a, um, I would like to say definitely a huge event event in the fact that our intention was to kind of create a bit of community um, and create a bit of entertainment throughout the week. And the fact that we achieved that, I think, goes to show that you don't really need to go into the role being like, i got to change something or i got to do something huge because we didn't go into that yet. Something like the staff versus student competition happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about really trusting the process, being really close with your with your captains, communicating a lot. Um but yeah, I, I don't find there's too much um, pressure around the role. It, it, you do need to be professional in the role that like you can't just um, lay back or even if you feel like you're an approachable person or chill and that you can talk to anyone, you definitely still need to be a role model and still be professional in times. And I think I like that as well because then that keeps me accountable and it's not just I can go do whatever I want to do. Like I still need to abide by There's no special privileges um, or I don't like to think that there's any special privileges that you get because you just have a role, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you so much. I'm going to head out now. I'm going to send you off to my friend Acacia and she's going to follow up with a few more questions. Lovely, lovely. I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you, Sienna. So could you explain to me your most favourite or your best story of being a school captain? (sighs) Oh, this question is, of course, very tough because there's been so many moments that the year, because I I know I would be asked this question near the end of the year. And it's that sort of thing of where I want to be able to give that answer of this is the moment. I feel like it's such not a cliche thing, but it's just a common answer that you can't actually depict an exact moment. But I think to to merge them all into one, I think it's just literally like interactions with people. Um, I think that can be so special, whether it's walking through or 
it's, it's quite funny. I think a fair bit of the time, like a kid walks past and say, Hey, Aiden, how's it going? And then I go like, Oh, Hey, not too bad. Have a conversation. I walk past and my mates are like, do you know that guy? I'm like, no, I got no clue. But like, that doesn't mean that we can't have a conversation or that we can't, um, like share a few things, um, with each other. And I think that's, that's something that I know, um, I'm going to miss this year, next year, because I think that was such a, that's such a big part of why I love doing this role because everyone kind of wants to come up and talk to you. But I think if I'm not then, happy to then I'm not even happy to talk back to them but like I of course want to talk to them but I don't want to go around everyone be like oh hey like what's going on because I'm I feel like I just bombard everyone I think it's really cool when you also get people coming up to you um and talking to you so I think yeah moment just a moment throughout the year would have to be would have to be that and I think I'm very much um as I'm sure everyone knows when I have a microphone I don't know why I just love it especially when I run stuff either at school or lunch times I think that's cool and I think looking back on videos of that or seeing I think definitely being able to pinpoint recently the staff versus student thing just to see the crowds that come together to support you but also because they want to be there and watch um watch what's happening um but like we, I went to Perth at the end of last year for school captain, um, been to on leadership camps, been to conferences. Like it's, I think you get to do so much that everything's very much special in its, in its own way. But I think to kind of wrap it all, um, together, it would probably be your interactions with people that you don't really know. Um, and knowing that that probably left a really positive mark on them, like they might in another three years go for leadership and be like, Oh, that's because like this, um, because Aiden, um, that I just had a conversation with Aiden like randomly and that could be something that they I'm really looking at because I know when I would have a conversation with Jay or one of the college captains or with even like uh, even though I was really close with Emmy and Brooke like even having conversations with them it was really really cool so I think just doing the basic thing of talking with people can leave a really positive mark on them and I think in a way knowing that because sometimes they do come up to you and be like hey I really appreciated that or that was really cool like that alone is kind of probably my favorite moments you know yeah yeah yeah, I get that. Mm. Um, does being a captain interfere interfere with your schoolwork at any point? Um, it's quite a funny one because I probably should put a bit more work or effort of my time here into my schoolwork. Which don't tell me mum about that one. <laughs> but um, I think I think I I'm very fortunate with the way that I can I think work. Like I'm happy to put in extra time with doing after hours study from five to eight if I'm doing a lot of leadership stuff throughout the, the week. Um, with having economics and Mr. Burrows is a very good mentor kind of in the back of my head when I do commit to things instead of academics. Um, it's quite it's quite good because um, he's very much like, yeah, you can get asked to do so many things but also don't get just drawn to everything because then you're not in class and then you'll fall behind and then that's when everything kind of starts going downhill because you're really stressed with everything and like, I've got two tests on today I've got I had one before and I got one after but I'm not too stressed with them because I've been able to put enough time into studying for them that I feel okay with it yeah. um and like I said if I'm missing out on school like class time because of the role I then make it up with doing after hour study or staying back or actually using my studies to, to work because I feel like when you have a study in your 12 you feel like it could be a free or where you do nothing but if you have that mindset where you're still you're like it's literally called study so you can be in there and do work then it ends up working like okay but of course like my subjects aren't um, like they're economics math physics music but if I was someone with chemistry biophysics spec maths like it would be a different story yeah. of course but I think it's because I'm doing subjects that I really enjoy I'm more than happy to dedicate the time into that if that does mean sacrificing any sort of leadership thing but I've been pretty fortunate that I don't feel I've had to make any sacrifices in the leadership sort of sense um, a little bit in the academics which just means that I just catch up 
um, in my own time, really. And I, I think if you set, if you're okay to then catch up in your own time, then I feel like that's a good way to go about it. But if you're not, then it's when that's okay, but you're just going to have to be able to say no to things, which I think is a good skill to have because if you start saying yes to everything, you're going to get overwhelmed no matter what. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, that is all the time we have No, today. that went really quick. I don't even know what the time is now, but I'm nearly off to my math test now. That's really sad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Thank you for coming. No, thank you for having me. This is really, really cool. Yeah. This is Cardine College Radio. This is Cardine Radio, and we're here interviewing Izzy, who's a mission captain. Anything you'd like to say to us before we start? Um, I think you've covered it, really. Thank you. All right, that's great. So we're here to ask you a couple questions, and one of them is, what was the story behind you becoming captain? When did it all start, and what was the process? Um, oh, that's hard. Okay, well, I guess, like, I would have to start at the beginning in year eight, I guess, because that's when I first went for, like, a leadership role, um, and I didn't get it. But what a shocker. Um, and then I went for it again because, you know, semester one, semester two, and I didn't get it again. Um, then I kind of gave up um, when I got to year nine. Um, and then my house leader kind of pulled me aside. I was like, oh, I think you should try again. You know, like I think there's no harm in you just putting your name down and giving it a go. Um, so I did and I actually got it that time, uh, which was really great. I was really, really happy. Um, and then after that, I was lucky enough to get all the roles I went for. Um, and funnily enough, I actually wasn't going to go for mission captain. I was going to go for music captain. Um, since year seven, I was like, that was my passion. I said that that was what I was going to do when I hit year 12. Um, and then when I got there, I was like, actually, I wanted something to challenge me. And I thought that mission captain was something that I wasn't a hundred percent comfortable with, but I had something to give. So I put my name down. I wrote an application. I did my interview with, <laughs> oh, who did I had my, the two, mission captains of that year and Mr. Catania and Dahlia. Amazing. So did you, I mean, this is already question answered, but we were going to ask, did you always wanted to do this, but you've already covered that you want to be music captain first. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to be a captain. I think like, you know, it was like being part of a team and having another co-captain is like amazing to have an experience of. Um, but I think I always had like a calling to like faith or mission, but I just didn't realize it would become the role that it is now. Yeah. yeah. Do you think having a co-captain creates like a support system for you to go back on and ask questions about your decisions that you want to make? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> because like I'm really, really lucky that my co-captain, he's really, really strong in his faith. Um, I learned so much from him and we have like such open conversations about things. And I think that that's amazing because not only does he learn from me, but I learn from him. And it's just the openness to be able to have that conversation and trust that um, he's not judging me, but also we can grow together. Yeah. It's really cool. So what inspired you to go for Mission Captain exactly? Oh, oh my goodness. Was it like a friend? Was it a teacher saying you should go for this? Or was it just a decision you made on your own? I think it's a bit of both, maybe. I think I remember um, the previous mission captain, Brooke Lovett, coming up to me being like, I think that you'd be, you'd have something to give to this role. Um, and then that, it took me a while to reflect on it. Um, and then I thought about like where my faith journey was at um, and being in YCS helped with that and the social justice, like Callum 
Barrett Walsh, who was also another mission captain, said the same thing to me. If I had a passion for social justice, then I should do it. Um, and I think for every step of like my faith journey, I, it was always a decision that I made and not my parents. So mm -hmm. I think that that was like another reason for me to take another step and make that decision. So having that individuality helped with it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being a part of clubs and all of that, is that also helpful just to hear other people's perspectives through clubs? Or is that just something you did because you're passionate about it? I think specifically in West, yes, I needed that group at the time I joined it. Um, it gave me a community, but I think that you're right in the sense of it gave me perspective and it gave me a chance to talk to people that I might not have talked to, like people that are older than me and younger than me um, and learn from them. And I don't think that I could do this role without that communication with like my peers. Yeah. So what do you do as a captain exactly? That's the number one question we want to know. Oh, I think I can, I'd never know how to answer this question just because I'm really fortunate to have a role that is so diverse in a sense of I can do what I want with it. Um, I know that this year my mission, huh, um, ironic, um, it was that I wanted to create a community where everyone felt loved and they felt that um, faith was something approachable and that I could create a sense of community rather than something physical. Mm -hmm. And I think that for this year, like my actions and all of the things I do as a captain reflect that, like me being present in like the clubs, me being present at things like lunchtime activities. Um, and of course, you know, it's a given that I do the masses and all of those things and like realms and singing. Um, but I think that it's deeper in the sense of like creating different opportunities for like the younger generation who maybe not understand like some of the traditions that come with faith, um, that they can explore their own faith and like what that means to them. Yeah. Cause I think like the faith journey is something you take on your own, but still having the school here to support their ideals on it exactly. helps you discover if that's the path you want to take personally. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is really cool. All right, I'm going to go get my co-star and then we'll go back on with this. Uh, explain to me your most favorite story about being a mission captain. Oh, um, that's, oh, that's so hard. Like, I feel like I just got the role, like, not that I'm leaving it. So I don't really, um, I honestly think it's the opportunities. I think that because I get this role, I get the opportunities to speak with people. I get the opportunities to um, like early, like very, very early on in the year, I went to WA. Oh, really? I got to, yeah, I got to meet with other leaders um, from like Mara schools or like across Australia, and I think that was that was incredible. Also, meeting other mission captains and seeing what they do was really, really interesting, and see um, the type of people that go into the role and what inspires me to do that. Um, I think that was probably one of my highlights just seeing other mission captains in like so many different states and how they do it that's really cool does being a mission captain interview like with your schoolwork i would like to say no but in all honesty probably yes i think just because um there's so much to it and i don't think it's negative in a sense i think that you know that's up to the individual and how they perceive that um i think that a lot of the time it's about time management is about trying to work through that. But I think that like, for example, I got to sit in on the 2024 mission captain interviews and that took up my whole day. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I walked into that and I thought I'm going to be so tired. I bought gummy bears and stuff to try and keep myself awake. Um, but I walked out of that thinking that it was the most fulfilling thing that I've done the entire year. Like just getting to sit and listen to like amazing individuals and leaders talk about their journey and who they are was 
something that I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't have the role. And yes, maybe, you know, I missed out on some classes, um, but those are things I can catch up on. And I think that experience I wouldn't have been able to catch up on. So, yeah, that seems fairly interesting, actually. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Uh, we know you've been pretty busy, you know, <laughs> with being mission captain and all of that. Yeah. This is Cardine College Radio. Thank you.